got it bumping. I told that Bible, y'all told that steel. I don't need your worldly weapons, cause I spiritually kill. I told that Bible, y'all told that steel. I don't need your worldly weapons, cause I spiritually kill. Spiritually kill, spiritually kill. I don't need your worldly weapons, cause I spiritually kill. Spiritually kill, spiritually kill. I don't need your worldly weapons, cause I spiritually kill. Up out the jungle, haters told me I'm a stumble. God told me I'm a young king. Rumble, lion, rumble. We could tussle if you wanna. I'd rather hit the hustle. All my homies call me coach. I'm the leader of the huddle. Lifted by the hand of God. I'm just a piece inside the puzzle. A beast without a muzzle. Try to lead them out the struggle. You believe it when you see it. My demons start to shudder. Hey, tell them get to stepping. Boy, don't make me pull this weapon. Go. And we are live at five. You got it, brother Mir. Take it from here. It's actually nine seventeen, but I guess we live at five. Anyway, uh, this is the God Economics podcast. I am Mogul Mir, and then there's those two over there. Hi. They're not, they're not paying attention at the present moment. But today's show is going to be called, uh, Why Didn't You Show Up? <laughs> Brother Ben chose that title. Yeah. He did. Hey, he did. Listen, listen, I chose the title. I'll let, you, I'll let y'all know. I chose the title. It's a dope title. And that's why y'all finna start tuning in. Go ahead, Brother Ben. All right, so um, we've all heard those stories of people that uh, got invited to let's say, a brunch, but for some un- odd reason, they decided not to go, but uh, the person that was there was bringing somebody else that they needed to meet, and they missed that on an opportunity. Um, luckily, <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, I had a brunch. Well, I guess it was a dinner party, wasn't it, uh, that I met Jake? Um, yeah. It was a dinner party that my sister had told me to go to, and I was like, nah, bro, I don't even like these people like that. I'm not getting dressed up for this. I ain't got no money. Ain't the producer supposed to be able to do that? Do what? Would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, he got to be somewhere here if he's uh, going to do that. Exactly. In the future, yeah. Give his buddy got that back. We got, I got something for you. We're going to push your work, but he's going to be like, I won't be for the They over there cracking up. But basically, back to my story. Uh, I was supposed to be at this Dallas dinner party, and they, they, um, I wasn't going to go, but last minute she kept saying, just come, just come, just come. So I get there, and... Wow. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> This guy here. I'm sorry, y'all. They is having the time. Of, it's the heat in here. That's what it is. It's so hot in here. They minds is over getting scrambled. Like scrambled eggs over here. Jesus. You didn't mean me there, bro. You didn't mean me there. <laughs> like, come, come. I was not there. Like, I wanted that one. You should have your sister. So, anyway, um, she kept asking me to uh, arrive at the place. And I did. And I, I sat in the corner um, and listened to a, a young man speak. And he was talking about legacy and uh, just preparing yourself and your family for the, the long run. And me being a young new father, it was uh, it spoke to me. And I had no idea who this guy was. I had no idea, you know, uh, that he would end up changing my life and I would end up changing his within a short period of time. 
uh, but I I showed up, and my opportunity caused well, me to be young, where I am right now. My bad. Um, who was that? That was you. I was just trying to check and see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have some technical <laughs> No, we haven't, brother. Been difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I didn't know that. Uh, me just showing up would be uh, the stepping stone of putting me where I am right now uh, and putting um, people in places that was going to change their lives for the rest of their lives. Um, and that person that happened to be there speaking about legacy was Jake. Um, and we can go into on how showing up uh, is, is the biggest part of the opportunity. If you don't show up, you don't make it. So, um I think the first thing we need to understand is you can't complain about getting something or not getting something because you never showed up in the beginning. Can you guys kind of elaborate on a time that just because you showed up, something great happened for you? Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to be that boy uh, deep. I'm just trying to get some clip. He gonna get him a clip. You know that sweat, nigga. Nah, I'm crying because y'all is acting up. <laughs> y'all gonna put me in the clip today. I got more. <laughs> so, uh, man, for me, man, uh, the the not the dinner party, but the uh, <clears throat> the 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 dream con. Mm-hmm. You know, the DreamCon situation, if it wasn't for the DreamCon situation, I wouldn't be here. Uh, we wouldn't have connected, uh, connected, uh, and, and I just showed up. You know, I showed up to the event, did what I did best, and, you know, me and Brother Jay kind of connected, and uh, it all worked out. You know, I showed up when, um, you know, when, when, when he told me what the office was, and I came and I learned from him about what he was doing for his legacy and for his family through the insurance and through his own bank. Um, you know, I just showed up. And so I think that is a, an example for me of me, um, just showing up and, 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 and by me showing up, it led to other opportunities. And what you said is actually, you know, a hundred percent fact, a lot of people just aren't showing up and they miss out on people. Yeah. See, money isn't the greatest resource. Brother Malik taught me. He said, man, listen, people is the greatest resource because it's people that have the money that can give you the money that you're looking for. See, we're always chasing money and we're always chasing material things. Ooh. But if you get those relationships and you build your network, Come up, on. your network may be um, something that you have to have all of the things that you're looking for. So that would be my example. Um, And uh, to just, I guess, to uh, add to that, um, my life changed for the better um, after a series of events of me showing up. Um, I knew that our company was in need of uh, I, I need of something. We needed a boost of something, and I I set up a series of speaking events that were free, and it was like four back to back speaking events I had, and the, the I think the a dinner party was the uh, second one of the month, and after that you was rolling with me pretty much to everything, and it was all in one month span like 45 days. And there's a lot of people who are, you know, on their high horse and uh, we already had an extremely profitable company. So there's a lot of people who, who, you know, would have tried to position themselves to, um, to, uh, to, you know, sell keynote or something like that. And I just knew that I needed to be where people were because I, I just, 
I knew we needed a change in our company. I just didn't know where it was going to come from. But I was willing to go anywhere and do anything because I, I understand the power of um, the truest currency, which is people. And I value people, and I know that. So long story short, <clears throat> series of events ended up meeting uh, Moga Mir. And then Moga Mir um, pushed me to um, to actually uh, get to know Brother Ben X because he and I got off on uh, <laughs> uh, Rocky Start. Uh, but um, my life changed. I don't know about them, but my life completely changed from meeting them two uh, for the better. Um, and uh, I, I've, you know, I've I've been able to not only find, you know, lifetime business partners, but you know, family brothers uh, that I know that's going to be in my life for a long time. And I know, you know, we talk about business and money a lot, but it's it's something when you can find people who genuinely have a good heart. And believe, you know, believe in the same, you know, uh, uh, to have certain integrity and belief system that you have um, where you guys is it's, it's no it's no competition and nobody's, you know, up in anybody else. It makes it so much easier to work and grind together because, you know, nobody feels like they're bigger or better than the other. And I think that's the biggest piece you talk about, you know, in the show up, mm-hmm. because if you never show up, or you, you think that you're too big to show up you may be missing a very person that God is trying to bring into your life that can upgrade you, especially if you feel like you, you like you somebody. And I know for me, um, I knew compared to the people that were speaking at certain events, um, um, what I've done for myself. And I knew that, um, if I, if I were to have allowed ego to stop me from speaking at certain events for free, or going to certain events and just being a fly on the wall, even though I felt like I was extremely experienced, I would not have been able to be in a position that we are now. Um, and so I'm very thankful of that, um, of, of just showing up. And I think that's the biggest thing that people miss. It's not just about money. A lot of times it's about people. Awesome. Awesome. So if we could go back to right, like prior to the show up, um, both of you guys were successful on your own right, right? Yeah, I'm successful in my own right in in my craft as well. Um, and they all took preparation because in that show up, had I not been prepared prior to uh, honing in my own craft, yeah, I would have been there, but I wouldn't even be able to offer nothing. Yeah. So when I spoke to Jake and I let him know, like, I oh, that's help good. I see where you're going with that. You know, I could help you prior. You know, with 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 your social media because his social media sucked, y'all. It was trash. Oh, that's um, a fact. But I could help you with, you know, pushing that. I knew that because I had already done it for, you know, Fortune 500 companies. I knew exactly what I was doing and how to talk to him. And I kind of figured he was similar to me. Just the way, the way he talked, I was able to be prepared on, on time. We're very similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scary similar. Exactly. So uh, I was able to be prepared and on time because preparation is the mother of all skill. And my mom told me that. Every single day for like 13 years of my life. Preparation is the mother of all skills. So us being prepared in our own craft, in our own right, uh, allowed for when we met and the opportunity came for something to be uh, flourish. Correct? Yeah, I think that I think that um, I believe that when we talk about preparation, I believe that when we talk about um, uh, showing up, when it's time to show up, Brother Ben is fixing, uh, there's some type of static. Um, I believe that when it comes to showing up, it's not just about being in the right place at the right time. It's making sure that you're readily available. 
uh, meaning that you're ready for the moment. And what my coach used to always tell me in basketball, he said, I don't care if I take you out the game. I don't care if I sit you down for the quarter. When I put you back in the game, you got to be ready. You got to be, you got to, you know, if, 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 we go to a, if we go to a tournament, you got to be ready to play because you never know who's going to be there and what's going to happen. So I, I think that it's very important that not only do you pay attention to showing up to certain events and being ready, but making sure your skill sets are ready to be displayed so that when that moment reaches your ability, that's when the magic happens. What do you think about that, Brother Ben? So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game. And we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. For me, a long time when I played basketball, I heard Chauncey Billups say, stay ready so you never have to get ready. And for me... I always uh, am, I, I'm always prepared to work. I don't have to learn a new skill. I have my skill already developed. I'm in my lane. I know what I do, and I do what I do. So I'm always prepared to show somebody that I'm the real deal because there's a lot of people who fake in at it. There's a lot of people who lie. There's a lot of people who give you theories. So I stay prepared in um, – just doing what I have to do business-wise, but taking it all the way back to um, basketball. When you're playing basketball for me as a PG, you have to you have to have uh, natural basketball handling skill. There's another word I'm looking for, but I can't think of it right now. You got to be able to. It got to be second nature. When you're on the court, you can't be thinking about, I'm going to go between the legs, I'm going to go behind the back. No, you have to prepare yourself ahead of time to be dribbling without the basketball. You got to prepare yourself ahead of time to be going full speed at the basket and shifting directions. Because when you get into the game and somebody is going to steal and you don't know he's you can't tell yourself, okay, behind the back. No, your, your body has to naturally know to go behind the back, go between the legs, cross over. Switch lanes. You're gonna, you, you have to naturally know this stuff because when you get into the game, you don't know what's coming. Now, when you're doing your drills, you may know, I'm going to do a crossover at this cone, spin move at this cone. You see, that's easy. But that's all preparation for when you get in the game. That's why some people can shoot good in practice, but they don't shoot good in the game because Ooh. of the way that they prepared. See, you can be practicing, but if you're not practicing and preparing uh, for the game speed that you're going to be in, you're not going to uh, succeed at the level that you want to succeed in. So when it comes to preparation, you got to put yourselves in a simulation. Like, for example, simulation games, exhibition games, when you're playing the game, it ain't no, they going half speed. They going full speed. When you're in the Army, when you're going through whatever you're going through, you're going full speed. In fact, you're going harder than you probably would regularly. 
See, when I played basketball at DeSoto, we going 10 times harder. We running all kind of laps. We doing this before the season start. Why? So my body can be prepared to take the hits that I'm going to take going to the rim. Yeah. So big man can take the pushes. So I can take the, you know, you, you putting your arms on me and all that. I can take all that because I've been prepared. And lastly, for y'all out there who are freelancers, you got to be prepared with your product, your service, and it got to be packaged well. When I say, hey, I need somebody to do a flyer, you need to already have the fly ticket. Don't hit me up talking about I can do it. Uh, let me see some examples. If you ain't got no page for this is me, somebody else may do business with you, but for me, I'm looking for a graphic designer that do this for real, not somebody that do this just on the weekend. And even if you do it on a weekend, your page needs to be filled up with quality designs that you did. So when somebody do a post and say, I need design, you can say, oh, man, that's, man, check out this page. It's already prepared. You're not trying to do something quick because when you're going to try to do something quick, you're going to rush it. It's going to look boo-boo. So have it prepared ahead of time. And then what that'll do, that'll put you in the right position to be chosen uh, or, or, or put you in a higher percentage to be chosen at that time. And, and just a piece that... Um because a lot of us, we want to be partnered with successful people. And successful people don't have time to see if you got what it takes. You got to bring it to the table. But, uh, Brother Ben's a part owner of the company now. Um, and uh, Mogul Mir, soon, you know, the team will be too. But when I first talked to Brother Ben, I was like, yo, I got this, you know, such and such to the table. And I'll let you know, you know, when I feel like, you know, you're right. <laughs> and... uh how long? That, that was like six. That was like six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his consistency over time. I listen. I can be honest. Like sixty percent of the time, he outworking me. And so when you see stuff like that, when you don't have to, um, when you don't have to tell somebody to do their job, you don't have to force nobody to do. It's funny how many people, brother Ben, say I do this. And then you you bring them to the team to do this. Then you got to remind them to do this. Right. And that's the biggest piece about staying ready. So when you stay ready and you position yourself to prove that you're ready and you lock in that deal with that that person that you really want to lock in a deal with, you got to be ready to perform at the level, not where you're at. You got to be ready to perform at the level your partner is at or who you want to contract with. Because they're expecting a certain level of excellence. And, and that's extremely true. Um, I've always been told that uh, preparation goes hand-in-hand with practice. Um, if there's one thing that I know for a fact, Jake practices like nobody else. Uh, I've watched, and he might not even notice I've been watching, but he, he, he will take time, read books, uh, go over presentations, watch film, like – Go, go over, go over, watch film. Like, what's watch film? Literally, watch himself speak. Like, like literally watching himself. Uh, the way he enunciates words. Yep. Uh, how fast he's going. Yep. Uh, the the inflection, how he's his body movements, those things. He's literally watching film on himself, and he has us watching film on ourselves as well um, when we're teaching and things of that nature. And like, I've always been the person. Like, you can ask any of my coaches. Uh, for some unknown reason, I'm extremely good in the game, but I hate practicing. I hate it. But now that I'm, I've gotten older and kind of 
um, more wise, I understand if I practice as hard as I played in the game, I'd probably be really Ten amazing. times better. And that's what I get on his butt all the time. Amir's natural gifts supersede mine by a thousand. Um, and I told, and I tell Amir, I said, if he just works on his craft, I mean, I mean, there are some people that just got it. Um, and with me, uh, I literally, and and he and as he said, even today, still, I watch film like my shows, my podcast, any my trainings, anything that I do. My wife will literally see me in the bed, like watching film. And writing notes on things I could have said differently. How I can make it this way. I'm always practicing analogies. And these are things about staying ready so you don't have to get ready. Here's why. Because when I went to the dinner party, they didn't even tell me what I was going to talk about. They just said, can you come here and speak? When I got to the dinner party, Amir, they were like, oh, can you talk about like, you know, like, you know, like something to do with like insurance or like just whatever you want. So my wife looked at me like, and I looked at her like, and I got up there and I spoke, and it sounded fluid, like I it, knew what it, I was going to talk about. I thought you had practiced that. No, that was they literally told me three minutes before I got on. You knew who we were to it, yeah. like right, like right before, like yo, and I just went, and and based upon that, I was able to attract people like an Amir, people that are my team. Everybody's more talented than me, like naturally gifted. Everybody's more talented than me. And it's always been like that my entire career. The only thing that I have over anybody on any day is that I have some gifts, but I literally work on my gifts every day as if I'm the suckiest person in the world. And that work ethic allows for me to stand out from the crowd. But I literally have people on my team that literally can walk circles around me. And the reason that they're around me and they support the vision that God gave me is because they see the work ethic and they see um, how how um, how strong I am with having high standards. That, like I said, <laughs> I had to uh, keep myself in there. Um, but Jake literally works. He 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 he's a workaholic. In 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 the say that Ben works harder sometimes is that sixty percent of the time. That's a working. huge compliment. Yeah, sixty percent. Because Ben do do be out here working. He he works a lot. This social media and, and and branding stuff is not easy. And and let me tell y'all this: social media stuff. When y'all see people posting and editing and videos, to you, you may think, "Oh, that's easy to do." Like, you you know, like you may play down social media and building up a, a, a influencer brand. But when I tell you, let me tell you something. When I tell you that. Sometimes Brother Ben would call me at 11, 12 o'clock. Other nights he sleep, but he up at 3, editing, got another video live here, going live. <laughs> like, like and, and, and just his, his constant attention to knowing he has to continue to stay in front because that's what he does. I mean, that's why I say, I mean, 60% of the time he's definitely outworking me just simply because he's in his craft. He's in his zone. He's in his space. And he knows, um, you know, he he's on track to being one of the greatest to ever do it. And when you have that mindset, money isn't even money isn't even money's important, but that's not in that's not the forefront of which. If you want to be the greatest, you know, money's going to follow you. 
So you're going to do whatever it takes for people to consider you the guru, the greatest, one of the best to ever do it. You know money's going to follow, so money's not even in the forefront. It's, it's his ability to continue to work on his craft, find new skill sets. That's what separates, you know, the good from the great, and, and, and that's what's important about, you know, staying ready so you ain't got to get ready. Definitely. And I, I've seen Ben work. I've worked on a Fortune 500 media team before. Yeah. Um, the number one security company in, in North America. They had a whole Staff. team. Yeah. Ben works harder than everybody. That yeah. whole team. And they He's had, a machine. you know, fifty. Sixty thousand dollars a month to 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 do this. Yeah, he's, he's a not machine. doing on that. That's crazy. So, uh, the next point about uh, showing up for your opportunities is if you show up, be prepared to listen. Be prepared and be open. Have your ears open, your eyes open, your mouth closed, uh, so that your ears are open. You can hear uh, the the next opportunity, the next step. Um, because you go somewhere, your mind is closed, your ears are closed, your eyes are closed. It's pointless for you to be there. Yeah, you know that's good. Um, in in going back to the dinner party, all three of us are actually there. Ben came in late. Uh, you 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 came to the dinner party. Yeah, you came yeah. in late. In the, I seen you teach at the dinner party. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. dipped about it up. Yeah. yeah. Look um, at the Lord. <laughs> okay, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, then why why are you so mean to me then? Which I wasn't mean. I don't. That's, that's I wasn't mean. Is. That's just me. <laughs> I mean, ah. Uh, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so you saw me and you still want to be uh, on <laughs> All right. I know, I know who you really are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in that same retrospect, if I would have came and my eyes was closed or my ears were closed, or I wasn't even open-minded to what was going on because of my situation at the time. Wait. So the first time you met Jake was at that dinner party yeah. was all that? Yeah. yeah. I thought y'all had been knowing each other. That's nope. crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. Exactly. Oh. I met you way before Jake. Mm. But I met everybody around Jake uh, in, like, fifth grade. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, everybody that I pretty much grew up with, he, he knows or is familiar with. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but in that same token. Proving the point I, that he's been here longer <laughs> than, than <everybody>. New Jersey. <laughs> I went back and forth. You see, I always tie. You see, you see, I'm always going to tie it back. I'm going to get it back. (laughs) Yeah, I've been in Texas for a long time. You've been been in Cedar Hill, Texas for a long time. Let's clarify. Hey, dude. Okay, you and I together, brother. Hey, I let them know. I've been in Texas for a long time, but I'm from New Jersey. Oh, my God. Uh, but in, in that same token, me going there with my, my mind open, being able to listen to what JK had to say, because um, my life was crap at that time. I was successful on online and whatever, you know, with my photography. My life was crap. So I could have went there and be like, bruh, it's a bunch of people in here being fake. This is all fake. But when I went there with an open mind, we are able to say that we're where we are just because I came for an opportunity. I opened my mind. You know the I, craziest thing about that? Yo, but, y'all, his life did suck. <laughs> life did suck. Um, and, and, and you know, the one of them gifted people that's so gifted that they never blame in themselves. They just blame everybody else. Like, and they can literally, like, justify. And so we literally, I mean, like, he different now. <laughs> like, but, but talking about life was crazy. Uh, aesthetically. It looked like everything was straight, but inside it was told to flow up. 
And not only that, I told him that I wasn't going to pay him up front. So he, he already he already trying to figure it out. Already one of the top uh, photographers, if not the top photographer in DFW. But he does a creative photography, so he doesn't get paid like that, like somebody who does, like, family photos. Like, his stuff is, like, super creative. A bunch of his photos are in national uh, uh, publications and magazines. Really big deal. But his work didn't um, – his income didn't reflect – the uh, the gravity of 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 how successful his work was, and then he had a whole lot of personal stuff going on at the same time, and and for me to tell him up front, yo, I ain't paying you. We're at we're at Panera Bread. I ain't paying you. He just looked at me. He didn't even bat an eye. He was just like, cool. Where do, like what, what what's the next step? And I was like, let's go, <laughs> because you know it's opportunity to show up, and a lot of us. We value money more than we va- we value relationships. And because he said yes, he will always be straight. And there will always be opportunities for him in my camp because he said yes, even when I told him I wouldn't pay him. And a lot of us, we miss those opportunities because you sm- you care more about the money than you do the relationship of somebody who can completely take money problem off the table from you for the rest of your life. Very true. Very true. I'm very calculated in the things I do. So I knew when he said he did insurance, I don't need to get paid right now. Later on in life, that's going to come. It's, yeah. It is what it is. I just need to be there. I need it to be there. Um, and but, that brother, re- but Brother Ben is really good at that, uh, Mogamir, at getting somewhere and not. Y'all, you will forget Brother Ben in the room. <laughs> so can you give us your gifts, Brother Ben? He literally will sit there, won't say nothing. Won't drink nothing. <laughs> Won't speak. Barely even look at you. And just be like this. <laughs> Everybody laughing. You know the joke fire. He over here like this. <laughs> so explain to us, Jedi. <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know. I'll be in my own world, man. I'll be... Uh... I think about so many things at one time. I literally can be in a room and not be in the room. Like even at the time that we met, I don't remember anything from that meeting. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember seeing you and I knew he was coming up presenting, but I was just there because I was invited to come. And um, I think, you know, <clears throat> I think that can be a gift as well for me because I'm very optimistic. Not too much now after I met Jake, but before that. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Before, before that, boy, they can say we finna go invest in some noses. I man, what? Strong, huh? I, <laughs> hey, let me get you on my podcast. We can, uh, we can, we can all right. Let's, oh, we can do business together. All right, so, so all I gotta do is, <laughs> man. So for me, man, I um. I think that was. A, I think it's a blessing that I can tune people out. So you know, there's a there's a not quote. good enough. <laughs> there's a quote that says, uh, "When the student is ready, the teacher will arrive." Something like that. And for me, I just know when to sit down and listen. And if somebody can get me to sit down and listen, I, nine times out of ten, not now, but before, <laughs> I would have went. Man, that should sound good. Man, come on, let's do. It. <laughs> Let's do I it, mean, man. If this how he honestly think he'll be like, if I could just make two hundred and fifty dollars a month from this, <laughs> he got to calculate it. 
Okay, eight eight business ventures, <laughs> two fifty a piece, <laughs> and that's literally what my thought process used to be. I used to be like, okay, I'm gonna get five hundred from Jake. I'm gonna get a thousand here. I'm gonna get okay. This is gonna be another cover my rent. <laughs> boy, I tried Ooh. to have twenty streams of income. <laughs> but for me, man, I just uh, I, I I just man, you know, whatever whatever piqued my interest, it piques my interest. Whatever don't don't, and uh, I can literally be, you know. After a while, if I'm not getting your point or why you talking to me, I just I just kinda, no literally I just zone you out, man. I literally, be, he'll be like this. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be thinking about something else. But for Jake, you know what got me with Jake is that he broke down something that I was interested in. You know, of course, passing down generational wealth, uh, of course, being able to take care of the family. Uh, and so for me, when he broke that down, I was like all in, like all in, all in. Uh, but everybody else, it kind of just sound good money wise because I needed, you know, I'm, I was making some money, but I didn't, I wasn't managing well. No, so, he was, he made. Let me just be clear, because he he hundred thousand dollars, he made six figures in network. I mean, not network, online. <laughs> he made six figures online. When we looked at it, he was like, "Bro, I don't even <laughs> <laughs> don't know where it went, man." So I wasn't that good at managing, man. So my thing was. I'm going to just go get more. I don't give a damn. Listen, I had so many just websites I'm subscribed to because I'm thinking, I ain't even worried about that. I'm going to go get some more money, get another stream, get another client, get another this. So that was my mindset. And so now, Lordy. you know, I manage it a little bit better now, doing, doing a little bit better. Yeah, man. he does but, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mogul. <laughs> no, that's hilarious, actually. Um, that kind of brings me into the next, the next point. Um, make sure you're early for the opportunity. Make sure you're early for what you're what you're going to, um, especially if you you know for a fact that you you don't belong there. Yeah. Like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Like for me, in that um, dinner party or any of the a lot of the places I've been to, there's a lot of people that make more money than me, and I know uh, any young person that's ever been around people that make more money than them, it gets a little like uh, intimidating. It's, it's intimidating, but I know that. You feel My, out of place. Yeah, you feel out. You definitely feel out of place, and I felt out of place for a little bit in that place because I was in a funk. Yeah. Um. So I was there. I I actually did. I didn't come early because I wasn't going to come at all. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Dude, she told you to come, come, and now, now you didn't come early. Okay, this is getting really but, morbid. But in most places, like when me and Jake actually met the first time, um, like not the first time, but the, the second time for our meeting at Panera, I was there maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes earlier than him because I knew um, what I had to offer uh, would be beneficial to him, but I needed to be ready. Yeah. I needed to be ready and on time for myself. Even uh, when Ben and Jake met at the, um, the office, the old office, we were there. Like an hour, the Dallas. We were there for like an hour before for Ben got there. That whole thing was went differently uh, than it actually supposed to. Um, I was supposed to take you know do videos and you know, stuff like that, but Jake called audible. It was like nah. This oh yeah, meeting. six. This yeah, is, he's like this is a personal meeting. He's probably every meeting he's going to, people taking pictures. Yeah, you just, just stay out there. And that no okay. Let, let, now let's sit let's sit on this real quick because. Um, because when 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 brother Ben came to um, 
when Brother Ben came to uh, to we met for the first time at the Dallas office. We was in Dallas, mm-hmm. and the whole thing, like Amir said, it was supposed to be recorded. Um, the whole like ordeal, and when when um, when Brother, this is why not just showing up to opportunities matter, but learning to read people and understanding the importance of um, uh, people currency versus fiat money currency. See, people currency in relationships can make you a lot more money than your quick fix trying to get the deal. So when, when Brother Ben walked in, um, he, he it was just something. The aura was off. Um, I don't know if he was, um, uh, cause it was almost like a setup. Cause somebody told you, uh, you didn't even know why you was coming. You remember that? That one time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That dude sent me, a, yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't even know why he was coming, and and we end up talking, and he looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and and Amir ready to record, cause he like, man, this is brother, ben. I don't even know brother Ben, but Amir like, man, this is a big deal. Amir ready to record, and I'm looking at him like, no, <laughs> cameras <laughs> off. Uh uh-uh. uh, so Amir, all y'all sit outside. Yeah, Amir in a four year like this, like he was looking at me like, hey, just let me know he ready for me to come in. And I and I knew at that moment in time the opportunity in the show up was just for me and brother Ben to have a candid conversation because you never know, especially if even if you're not financially successful, but you've done a lot in the community. So you may not be financially successful, but you're community successful, or you're profession successful, or skill set successful. Or, you know, um, people look up to you in some form or fashion. You, especially at a high level, you get used to being used or or propped or positioned for somebody else's benefit. And you get the S end of the stick. And so what you got to do when you're in those opportunities and you're trying to find somebody of influence or you're in an opportunity or you're in a space where you know you don't fit, you haven't achieved as much as somebody else, or you haven't made as much money as somebody else. You want to put yourself in almost the servant type of um, position to where you're giving more value or you're trying to show them that you're not the same as everybody else. You don't want to use them. You don't want to take advantage of them. You want to provide more value to them than they can actually bring to you. And, and I mean, th- that's just the truth. So he has done a lot marketing wise more than I have. And I've done a lot financially more than he had, but we both had that kind of like trying to figure out what each other wanted from each other to see what we wanted to do with each other. And that's what that opportunity reading each other and learning. Okay. Let, let me, let's slow play this. Let's figure out exactly what we trying to, what we're trying to get up out of this, what, whatever we got. And if you do it like that, I think that, I think that it's easy for you to kind of make sure that you don't make the same mistakes as everybody else learning to be able to provide value and sit and sit back and be quiet to kind of feel each other out to see, you know, you know where it's going. Cause you, you just never know where people's mindset is. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, listen, family, if you want to learn how to build your own banking system, yes, I said it, build your own banking system. We have a wonderful course over 30 lessons, 25 hours of content that also comes with a 268 page textbook Yes, textbook that's going to teach you how to build your own private banking system with your family. And let me tell you something. You don't have to be rich in order to do it. Inside of this, go to privatebankingblueprint.com, privatebankingblueprint.com, and we're going to show you exactly how you can build your own private banking system for your family. Guess what? Say bye to credit. Say bye to debt. 
I'm going to show you how to do it with our private banking blueprint. See you there, privatebankingblueprint.com. And, and kind of bring it back to uh, the fourth point, um, being early. I knew that there were two other photographers in that room uh, at the dinner party. Uh, one of them happens to, to be on our team as well, uh, Anthony. Uh, and there was Damn, another Anthony one. was that too? Yeah. yeah. He was doing. He was the videographer. He did the video for it. Is that how y'all met? No, no they've they, they best friends. they best friends since, since okay. grade school. It's crazy, but, right? The whole we didn't took the whole uh, dinner party team. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, I knew, that's crazy. I knew at that time, um, I would have to be the first person to talk to Jake. Um, that was in my craft. I knew that for a fact. I knew. Uh, oh, you I, were. Mm-hmm. You were the first person, and and I knew that if I didn't talk to him first, somebody else would take my opportunity. So I was early. Uh, and waiting for him to get done, seeing where he was going to be, and I waited there in the, in 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 a way uh, in in the shadows, I guess, to come up and be like, "Hey, this is what I do. This is what you can do. Cool, blah, 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 blah." And we're here. But you, but you didn't even pitch what you did. No, you 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 were just intrigued. You was like, "What what Amir did was player. He came up. I didn't even know Amir, uh, uh, a mogul Amir." Uh, what you know, his photography name is Frank Focus. I didn't even know mogul Amir did. Photography, like he literally, he literally was on some like, you know, I just want to know what you like. Really intrigued about me, and that's different because usually, if you're successful, especially if you're young and successful, um, people want to come and pitch you what they do. They, I do this. I just want to know, you know, brother, black brother, black man, a black man, you know, a uh, black to black, you know, stay black, you know, all these things. Or oh, I came from you. Or oh, I do this. They're trying to pitch them. And you never sit back and try to, you know, ask questions. So we literally split like the first five, six, eight minutes of him just asking me questions about me. Like where, I, where how long I've been, boom, 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 where I was. And he said, oh, man, I did that too. I actually was here. And boom, boom. And then I asked, yo, what do you do? Oh, I do photography, boom, boom. And then that's kind of how the, the interaction happened by doing that. Definitely. That's definitely <laughs> It's funny listening to all that stuff now, just kind of seeing how we all uh, came about. Um, Power Rangers. Basically. <laughs> At least I get to be black Power Ranger. Um, <laughs> we get into the next portion. Um, don't let, oh, I don't feel like it, be the reason why you're stuck in the same place, why your opportunity never happens. Mm. Um, because, again, back to this dinner party, the I don't feel like it was so strong in my heart I don't feel like going, bro. I do not feel like doing this. And even when uh, we did the DreamCon, yo, one of the exact words that came out of your mouth, I don't feel like doing this. I want to do it. I want to be here. Yep. Um, I did. Funny story about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm the reason I y'all did, sat bro. together. I did, bro. I was I was not with the DreamCon, bro. I was off of that, bro. I didn't want to be there. Then his ass was rude. I was like, <laughs> then you got people speaking. That ain't achieved nothing. Like you can Google me, like bro. Like your name is I did bit I see. Like of course you can Google your name. <laughs> yeah, but I did not want to be there. I, I appreciate Mogamir because, um, I did not want to be a lot of the places, and he and he made me. He kind of pushed me to go, and it was very comforting that that um, it's it's just crazy how when you're in your element, and when I mean your element, I mean your God zone. What I mean your God zone is when ego's out and you just allow God to be within. It's crazy how, you know, when you're in the right in the right environment with the right people, how each one takes the lead naturally. 
And in one area, you know, I'm all like, I'm, I'm, I'm brother Ben. One area, he's Jake. And then one, he's Mogul Mirror's leader. One is Anthony's taking leader. One, our director of operations, Connie. One, like our compliance officer, Adelijah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we listen to Addy. And I think that just being in the opportunity and understanding that in an opportunity and just staying readily available, that God will gift you and bring around you gifts, people that are gifted. And if you just stay aware and stay humble, you can find yourself building a company with some of the best talent around and, and, and everybody just grooves and gels together. Of course, we make each other mad. Of course, we frustrate each other because, I mean, what brothers and sisters don't. We're family now, yeah. but, but not to the point to where any of us feel like either one of us are out of our lane. Like, yeah. you know, like. Well, brother Ben, look at me like this. I'm like, yeah, right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at my department, right? <laughs> if Mogul Mir, he'll get frustrated and just be like, and he'll just go quiet throughout the day. And I got to check him and be like, yo, you off today? And I realized I probably stepped out of my department on something that he was doing. So it's just, it's just <laughs> I step, I, I'm stepping in people's departments. I just want to know the department's been ran right. But I, I just think that also coming into the opportunity is knowing that what you came to the opportunity for may not be what you leave with. Meaning, what you came to do, you came to pitch your company, but you find yourself building something else totally different than what you were going to build, but something so much better if you just stay open to what opportunity can bring to you because I believe that purpose is revealed through opportunity. I don't believe that you can find your purpose. I think that as long as you stay open to your opportunities that are available to you, God will reveal your purpose along the way. So as long as you stay readily available and you go to these opportunities and you find yourself at mixers and you find yourself openly talking to people, I think the more and more you make yourself available, the more God will reveal his purpose to you. Bro, Trump is talking about injecting. Sanitizing into people? No, he's talking about injecting people with disinfectant. <laughs> <laughs> He says, and then he raised another possible treatment. And then I see disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. Is there a way we can do something like that? <laughs> Did he say by, that out loud? By injection inside or almost a cleaning as you see it gets in the lungs and does a tremendous number <laughs> on the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. He needs to be first. This is what Trump <laughs> yeah, he needs, God Almighty. He needs to be first. I had like a um, a, 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 a excerpt or speaking of five hundred. That's that's what you got paid out already this month. And uh, made to go. Then I don't know where it went. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, had a little excerpt on top of that. When you come into the opportunity, make sure you come with an open and pure heart. That's good because. Uh, in this situation, uh, in the in the team that we have right now, had I been um, somebody with an evil heart or or yeah. uh, jealousy, brother Ben wouldn't be here. Oh, sit on that at all? Like sit on that one? Uh, uh, because uh, uh, I uh, knew uh. for a fact, brother Ben is better than me at uh, marketing. Hey, he but hey, at first he he put his peacock feathers up the right. He was like, hey, if you do this. <laughs> But he was trying cause that no the first day, tell the truth, it hurt. Tell Just the truth. Yeah, like, I was you like, know? What happened the first day? I forgot. Bro, when you came and I was like, all right, brother Ben gonna do this. We were at Denny's. Mm-hmm. 
at that long table. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, okay, Brother Big gonna do this. Bro, Mogul Mir was sitting on the left. <laughs> bro, he did this. Pouted. <laughs> bro, he was on That's the why it pays to be Mogul, gifted in so many things. Mogul Mir literally did this. He said, <laughs> <laughs> That's why it pays to be gifted in so many things because I'm able to adapt. Yeah, you and I understood adapt. like he's better than me at it, and we need that. Yeah, we needed that. We could be here, but it wouldn't have been so fast. That's facts. Like I could have found it out, but why? Yeah, if I have somebody in my arsenal that I know for a fact can get it done. Yeah, that that was. Dang, man, we got like the Avengers, bro. <laughs> because Mogul Mirror is supposed to be the brand marketing guy. Boy, did I saw, I said, man, you know, he good, but I need something a little better, man. Because, you know, you know, he figured, he, some stuff he figured, trying to figure it out. And then some stuff he telling me, I already knew. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, something got to change, bro. And, I mean, Mogul Mir's not a marketing guy. He's more like a brand guy, right? You know, he's more like a image perception like that. We needed somebody in marketing, right? And then he don't want to edit. <laughs> he don't want to do don't. video. That's not so my I'm like, department. Nah. So as soon as brother, boy, I kick Mogul Mir ass to the curb. I find something else. But the craziest thing is Mogul Mir's like, he's like everything to the company because he literally has his, he's like the all-purpose athlete. You know, like somebody that's on a basketball team or a football team, his position is athlete. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Boy, he doing punt return, kick return. He doing, oh. Now nah, he trying to, he trying to be, he trying to be hella, hella, hella woke now. <laughs> he been spreading Rona this whole time. Bro. And then he going to put on a mask. Well, the show is- over. <laughs> Take that off, bro. I thought it was my mask doing that. Damn, I was like, damn, this thing is a muffler. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> but to, to, to kind of bring it all man, this in. Good. <laughs> to bring it all in, basically, you have to show up in order for your opportunity to, to, to be there. If you don't show up, your opportunity is going to go to somebody else that yeah. was there on time. And when we say on time, we mean early. Yeah. Um, Dude, you're like the perfect example of the show up, though. Like, if there's a poster child for showing up, it should be you. And because when I said sometimes what you came to the opportunity for mm-hmm. may not be what you're in the opportunity to do, yeah. you came to our opportunity for marketing, like, branded. Yeah. But you ended up becoming, like, salesperson, like, the voice of ABS, like all of that, like the glue of ABS. And, I mean, we're still working on his memory. He did die, so he got bad memory. So just some stuff that you should work on. But um, we, <laughs> with that, and we got freaking Scorpio right here. Get over, get over here. But, I mean, you're the epitome of that. And I think that it was – I mean, this is – I think that this is, should be like your message, your your main message that you teach kids and people, yeah. adults, because um, so many people would have missed out on God's blessing because you got jealous of what somebody else is doing, and that may not even be what God, God may want you to do something else. And because of the opportunity to show up, 
Mogamir, we're making him the CEO to run our marketing company. I mean, I mean, think, think about that, right? You go from not being paid, <laughs> and you getting told that upfront while your life a mess, right? Trying to figure life out. Then you come in for a position. Then you get moved out the position, <laughs> and then now you're now you're. Um, um, uh, I think we'll we'll probably do the we'll probably do the paperwork for that uh, end of this month, beginning of next month. But now we're we're paperwork away from you being the CEO of um, of our marketing division because you was in the opportunity of the show. I mean, I think I mean I think that's the come up story of all come up stories. Um, with a team, with a fourth, with a three-person team, um, that you'll be leading. I just, I just think that, man, this is this is good. Yeah, I'm literally on this podcast closing million-dollar deals. It's crazy. It's fun. Um, but back to what we were saying, we're are just kind of closing what, out. What deal are you talking about? <laughs> Don't worry about that. I got this. <laughs> uh, stay in the lane. Anyway, um. Hold on, is it beneficial to the group? That's going to be real beneficial in a second. Okay, okay. We'll go on and close. <laughs> you start getting jealous. We just talking about envy. Wait a minute, you're going to be on this podcast closing something for you? No, no, not at all. Um, but basically, you have to show up for your opportunity to be anything. If you yeah. don't show up, you don't get it. You still... You'll be stuck where you are, and you're going to be complaining, being one of the trolls on this uh, this YouTube in a second, saying, well, well, I know back in the day, no one gives a dang. But we back at it. Um, we'll be back next week uh, on Thursday um, on time next time. But yes. <laughs> we'll be back next next Thursday on at 7 Central Time. Yep, our executive producer, Mo Gamir, is Jack Taylor Jacobs. Brother Bennett. family thank you for checking out the brother ben x podcast many people are wondering what can i do now since digital real estate closed on october the first i still want to learn how to make money on social media i still want to learn how to market and i still want to learn how to build my brand well there's one more way that you can do it it's a couple ways but i want to tell you all about the abs tribe 
The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS Tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com.